what it is what's up gotcha podcast in the cut the uh tell us it's a societal podcast and we're gonna do something new here a new introduction to the channel uh by the way the fan is on it's too damn hot to leave it off uh usually with my uh other terrible microphone products i would kind of just turn it off so it wouldn't burn the place up but or it wouldn't burn the audio up i should say but uh i'm gonna assume that my yeti s can handle that it probably can't but we'll just see so I'm going to do the introduction. I'm take a break then and actually start this shit up. Our probably 2021 coming out for almost 14 years to the day, I believe, of iCarly OG. Actually, not think it would be called iCarly. I thought they'd do something else, but they call it iCarly. I'm not sure they license that name. Maybe 14 years to Aspires. I don't know. But a uh, pretty similar lead image created by Dan Schneider. Oh, Holy shit, I didn't know they have Dan Schneider. And they have the same opening theme. How are they license the... Well, Paramount Plus is um with the same, like... Like, they own Nickelodeon or some shit like that, right? Like, okay. So, is... Let me... Hold up. But they have, they have new executive producers and new producers. So, I don't think that Schneider is actually, like running this yeah because schneider was executive producer in the last one and he's no part of this one it just it just says he was created by him but it does say it's the same theme so that's interesting uh i guess he uses drake bell too because you would you would think that after dan schneider they would not want to involve pedophiles but i guess i guess pedophiles are okay with nickelodeon still um so we're just gonna get right into it um I'm going to stop reading Wikipedia. I did see a couple of interesting things on Wikipedia. Uh, a couple of interesting people are actually uh, going to be featured in this. I'm only going to do episode one because this is going to be long as hell as it is. This traded reaction, live reaction. I want to do it on Spotify conversations, but that's not what I thought it was. It's basically a, a Clubhouse ripoff, and that's there's no value in that. I could just do it on Clubhouse if I want to do that. So fuck that. Let's get on. Again, y'all let me know if this format sucks. If you hate this idea, I won't do it again. The voice message link is out there. I should have my social medias in the description. Uh, you can reach me one of one of those channels. Uh, if you like it, uh, please rate it. You're the best. You're the best. All right, let's get on to this shit. Oh god, I used to do the studio, um, the studio shit, like laughs and claps and canned applause and all that. Oh, it's a nearly naked Spencer. Oh. Miranda Cosgrove looking kind of valid though, even if she's still like Michael Jackson. It was like fucking teach after the last episode. Oh my god, he looks so bad, dude. Freddy, holy shit. 
Oh, if you want to follow along, dog. Um, shit. If you want to follow along, I mean, I don't, I don't promote uh private. What's it called? Privacy, piracy. I don't promote that shit, but uh, L O O K M O V I E. Uh, you have to figure out the dot part of it yourself if you want to watch along with me. I'm at 55 seconds right now. Uh, I obviously can't like just pipe in audio or whatever because I my shit flagged out. Paramount dude, they they fuck my shit up in a second. He just looks like a fucking like a a, a uvula now, dude. Looks like an actual like he makes the same mannerisms and his body looks similar. It's just like if you had like Freddie fail in life a channel together Italian QVC I'd give a, a pair phone uh 13 There's no way she says iCarly fans, dude. It's like fucking 20 years after the last one. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I wouldn't let Freddie Award near my shit, bro. It looks at what that motherfucker looks, bro. <laughs> I wonder. I'm, I'm pausing at multiple times. I'm at two twelve right now. If you're still following along, um, they referenced Sam already to get that point off of her having a partner, not having a partner now. I feel like they won't do it too many times. I know this theoretically with no kind of carryovers and production between the previous company and this company, they shouldn't feel like they can't reference uh, Jeanette McCurdy's character, but. I just think with kind of how on the record she went about how much she was against doing this, I, I can't see them wanting to beat that drum too often. Let me reply to this Australian chick. It's like an IG live format. Oh my God, I'm disgusted. The ampersand. Jeez. It's kind of similar humor. It's a lot of reference Spotify. Wait, he said take spend time apart. <laughs> what a killer. This no person, no partner has ever said I need space.
Ah, oh, gee. <laughs> We're at a Costco of the Doc Martens. This is a kind of little little introduction they would have going into a theme song back in the day. Um, that's the first four minutes of a 26 minute production. So basically they have Miranda introduces a guy and I just think it's just, we'll, we'll call it Carl. We'll, we'll get into character here. They have Carly introduce this motherfucker and then Carly, I don't, I don't, I, I, I would have to go back and like, I guess we watch it, but I don't think I, I remember because I mean, Carly was locally popular for this show around her high school and any person she would have been dating would have been from her high school so they would already know she had the show I don't remember it being an awkward moment of contention with her show and her potential suitors back in the day but I'd have to go back and rewatch like seven years worth of shows to kind of like have an idea of that I thought it was a cool I mean I, the humor I mean they didn't really add too much in the way of this is adulty uh, other than having Spencer be naked which was very disgusting but um i saw one clip from i don't know what episode it is and they have a character curse and it's 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 supposed to be awkward funny but like, awkward funny is like people were mad about that like it's so out of place but out of place is humor is like what this series was based around back in the day just obviously is now a little bit more adult that same theme song god it's i think it's the same do they have Drake Bell's part? They took Drake's uh, vocals out. It's I'm telling you just how I feel. Drake up and formation. It's a time to be. It's no time unless you take one. And you can see the brighter side of every situation. You had to be so good to rest and leave the rest of me. Leave the rest of me. I can't do that no more. Holy shit. A fucking vocal chorus. Yeah, they took Drake Bell's vocals out. Wow. I want Law and Order is also Paramount. <laughs> Ding Dong was a phrase of turn they used. Bro, I thought they had... Oh, wait, hold up. That candy necklace. Was that an Easter egg from previous iCarly? I'm not sure. 
I fuck with that sword. That sword is hard as hell. Non-binary. Hold on. Run that joke back. Run, run that joke back. Damn, uh, this isn't Jane Triplett. This is the, this is the mom Jane Triplett. Um, oh girl, Lacey Mosley. Lacey Mosley out here, fucking trisexual out here. I, I, I fucking peeping, man. Shout out my motherfucking motherfucker, uh, Lacey Mosley. Lacey Mosley kind of team. Especially in the back. They made a, a smiling joke. She looks, she looks like Michael Jackson. I don't know how much I can do this phone throwing bit. Tuh. He said this is feminist. All right, they do a, a hairy leg joke. <laughs> Skybucks. Do we have a bar called Sky Bar in my town? That's pretty cool. Did I say? Oh, yeah, I forgot to say they took Drake out of the vocals. I think I said that here. I said it in my group chat. I'm trying to type in also, like. This fucking little kids on here that didn't know that Drake was was in the original theme song. Holy shit, these dudes are fucking little ass kids, man. I feel so old right now. Black ankle boots. I guess I can't say Doc Martens. That w hold up, hold up, hold up. This okay, y'all can listen to this. This isn't Drake's vocals. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you guys can listen to this. But I don't think this is Drake's vocals. Okay. This is the original. I'm on Twitter right now. I don't even remember this part from the original one. I know it's like the full theme, but I thought this card is cut out for the the uh, the show. I know Drake did background vocals on this. I don't I don't hear him though. Yeah, this is All right, stop. Okay, Bell comes in around this part. This isn't this is like the official version. This isn't the uh the theme version. Oh, yeah, Bell's in this part, he's supposed to be. Yeah, 
Okay, Bell is in there. Never mind. Okay, but I don't hear him in this in this version. This is a new version, new iCarly. I have an ear part in my fucking ear. I'm listening to this in that ear. Oh, Bill is in that version. Oh. Okay. But Twitter's saying that they did a different version in the second part. In the second episode. Let's see what's up. I'm going to play through it. I couldn't hear him. Sarvowski, uh Crystal Bossabers. It's hard as hell. Every cool's a motherfucker. We'll see episodes. I mean, I'm not gonna watch episode two in here, but I do want to listen to the theme song. <laughs> Freddie and uh and uh old buddy uh I forgot his name uh Nathan Cress they had a little bit oh that's Jaden Triplet damn it should be more of a uh, sad track moment than a loud track. So, so okay, so to recap, I'm a 9-10 right now. So, they're flashing back to this party. I think that, uh, I forgot his name, but Nathan, I, I don't know how I forgot his name. But Nathan Chris is, um, not Nathan Chris. That's, uh, Freddie Benson. Uh, Spencer. Spencer. Wait, is Nathan? Anyway, Spencer is having an unveiling for a new whatever in this super rich, nice apartment. And him and Freddie do a bit. And, uh, I think Nathan Chris is Spencer. And they do a bit, and then he's like, Freddie's talking about his failed marriages. Like, he tried to follow his techie dreams and failed completely. He tried to make a company fail. Tried to marry, failed twice. And uh, now he's adopted Jaden Triplett. And uh, while he adopted a light skinned black girl, I'm not sure. I guess maybe because he is uh, paired. What's the one I'm looking for? Parading as like a, a Hispanic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what ethnicity this dude is. He does not look like Caucasian anymore. Oh, they have a bar? Is there, they're allowed to have bars, though? The child has two subscribers. <laughs> Let's go through the most moving parts. That's, um, that was an episode. 
That was the episode between that, that was the one where they still stayed up like all fucking night, wasn't it? Sam, Freddie, I uh Carly and Spencer. That's interesting. They built on the previous one. Bro, they got like fucking BDM, BDSM like whips and shit on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Black women speaking, always perfect humor. It's like tongue and cheek uh, referencing iCarly, I believe. So basically, Lacey Mosley's like says like that's basically the same old thing with a few new uh what did she say new new parts. It's just the same thing you did before the few new pieces. I think it's like tongue-in-cheek humor about this whole reboot. <laughs> Where's Camp Lakehorn? I don't remember that. That's cool as fuck by Carly. So, uh, I Car Carly meets a uh, a new gentleman. What is Camp Lakehorn? I don't remember the. That must have been some wildly intricate, like low key episode, or maybe it just didn't happen. I don't know. Did they ever featured their parents in any episodes? I know the dad was like existential, like a dad actually existed. I don't remember they ever showed the mom. I really don't remember. <laughs> Jesus. Is it visual? Viscous foods. <laughs> Holy shit. Freddy, again, somehow speaking to a woman that's fucking five points out of his league, as I call it as it gets. Spicy tuna cones. God, that mom still exists. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, at, at 1317. So, the mom comes in. Freddy's mom. One of the most insufferable characters. 
in Nickelodeon history. Um, <laughs> dude, she looks like probably about five years older, I would say. But the makeup they did made her not look 15 years older. Uh, shout out to them, dude. They did a pretty good job the makeup crew. Uh, she has to be like at least like 55, I would think. They did a pretty good job the makeup crew. Kind of dresses the same way she did in that show. And essentially, she kind of like... Like, the same gimmick she had with... Like, butting in to, to Freddy when he's supposed to have like a cool moment. She does that when he's talking to this super hot girl. It's like, hey, I think you should be ready to date again. And she says some embarrassing shit. And the girl also eggs on the stuff she says... The just echoes what the mom says, <laughs> and it fell for him, of course. This dude is a cuck, dude. I mean, I, I guess he kind of thought he's gonna be a cuck, but So she's copying the, the uh, Law and Order introduction verbatim. She's watching a marathon of Law and Order with them. So I'm guessing what they're doing here with this is they're kind of trying to implement some other franchise. Not, not purposefully like to sell, but they're, I guess, allowed to implement other franchises now. So instead of just make, making up as far as TV and shit goes, I know it's like limitations. Like they have paraphones, not iPhones. But they reference Spotify, they reference Long Word twice. I guess other properties they have stock in, they're probably okay with to reference in actuality. Which for me, I actually like some of the parody like flicks they did back in the day. So kind of takes a the flare out of some shit, but you know, let it rock. Mimosas and pancakes, well. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back, go back. Like, okay, so they have the, the pair phone. But the pair phone actually has a wallpaper like an iPhone. And you can even see the Messenger app. This is the same interface. It's like literally an iPhone. It's pretty goaded there using the actual iPhone. <laughs> R.P. Millicent. That's why I thought she had a frame of. They reference Instagram. Holy shit! They reference Instagram. They're really going hard in paint, but like not doing the same. But the thing is, like that shit was like a Snyder. That shit was a Snyder fixture. Like they did it in. Victorious. I think he also did in Zoe 101, which is, you know, precursor to iCarly. That was a Schneider thing. These, like, parody universe things. So, 
I'm guessing they're not as inspired to do that in the absence of Snyder. They rather just dish out the money and be allowed to reference those. It really sucks. That, that was a very big part of iCarly. She got a man coming over. Wow. So she got a man coming over? She got the ex-man coming over? That's tough, dude. Carly's a psychopath, dog. I guess Luke gonna try to bounce back. Oh man, that's tough. Cerebral. <laughs> the Carly quick talking moments is fucking great. You always like seeing Carly just like fucking just go. Oh shit. It's like Bad Boy versus Death Records. So basically the boyfriend comes in and he's like, My new girl, I've been with her for a minute. We make it a channel. We gonna like make it bop up on Friday. Coincidentally, when Carly's also not making a channel, not making a video on Friday, but now she is with no, you know, precursor, no, no pretest. And Luke isn't a video type on like an old man that she just tried to stun on. Way. W-H-E-Y. <laughs> punctures that's how I see how tap water is punctures they gave a, a apple watch too ten thousand there's a little spiky hair little Asian, uh, yo, they drinking curd milk, bro. Yo, what in God's name? On the fermented milk, dude. Yo, this nigga is, <laughs> this nigga is like undulating fucking. What it? What? What do you call it when you gar gargle gargling fucking milk? 
Yo, this nigga's a psychopath. <laughs> Yo, this bitch is dressed like fucking, um, set it off Queen Latifah. <laughs> Yo, they got, <laughs> got lazy bones looking fucking set off Queen Latifah, Jada Pickett Smith. Um, that was a good bit. So they have, uh, they have homegirl, uh, uh, Carly got to date with, um, I'm at 1905 right now. You have her go on a date with, uh, Luke Tyler, who, you know, was PMFer, but weird motherfucker, as they, as they put it, a professor in mouth field science, mouth field science, that's the feeling of something in your mouth, pause, um, and he's just a fucking creep. Okay, so apparently I um, reached my 30-minute mark on being able to record. For some reason, the web browser version only allows you to record for 30 minutes. So the point that I left you guys out on was actually about the half point of the entire series. So for almost... 13 minutes of real time, and I would say probably about 30 minutes. No, 30 minutes of real time, 13 minutes of episode time. I was just talking my ass off. Um, you know, that's cool. We'll just give a review of what happened with the rest of this. So, it's just a, a couple of just notes that I have. I'm pretty much reciting what I already said off the books, I guess. They do a really good job of pairing the how should I say more morose topics of adulthood with the quirky nature of some of these characters that we knew from 10 years ago they curse two or three times it's in a normal situation like it's not out of the realm of possibility uh, they revisit uh, nostalgia in a touching way they mentioned Sam in the second half of this episode it's in a very realistic way. You know, two friends talking about their third part of their trio in a very lightful way, lighthearted way. Uh, they don't spit bad about her. I kind of pantomime that kind of the way they were talking about her. Maybe they day the company that is writing this shit. Maybe they try to guilt trip Sam into joining on. This is an episodic format uh, that's, you know, going to be done every week. I don't know how production is, but I'm assuming they produce ahead of time and then they like drop it all, you know, blah blah blah. So if she was going to join on, I also have to be for season two, part one, unless they want to edit her in the last second. But there's value in that, I suppose, if they could get her for season two, because it appears to be uh Paramount Plus's moneymaker. I think that it, it really is incredibly dependent on if they can survive off of real feelings because you think about Raven's Home which is the, the sequel and I actually referenced this and talking about the dynamic between uh, Carly and her new friend Lazy Mosley versus you know what Carly and Sam had in, in uh, Once Upon a Time the aging of those two people uh, Raven and the tall ginger uh, chick they went from being best friends that were inseparable and, you know, kind of a pair to two people still connected, but with distinctly different lives and lives, like distinctly different narratives. 
and the latter appears to be what is going to be made out of, you know, Lacey Mosley and uh, Carly. So I would think that this whole new iCarly is going to be centered around probably guests and new characters, new guests, to make it work because it's going to pretty much be Carly centric. I think a lot of this is going to be Carly's world and things kind of stem from there. I kind of, the, the, the humor style and kind of the way events occur remind me a lot of it, but this is a two, two person format. But, um, a drawing Kat Dennings and that blonde chick, two broke girls, whatever the fuck it's called. That's kind of what this reminds me of in a little bit. I mean, I know sit, like all sitcoms could have some centered, you know, theme, right? But, and I think it's also by Viacom. But, yeah, I say that and just that even though, like, there's other major players in there, it's kind of going to be, like, revolving around Carly and things that happen when they're centered back to Carly. And maybe you could tend that iCarly original was kind of like that. I don't think so. I think that Sam and Tut, really Sam had kind of like as much relevancy in that as Carly and peeking into Sam's character with actually like extended like episodes at a moment. Like they had like entire arcs about Sam's character before. I think she's just about as relevant as Carly was. Freddie was third billing. He kind of He's kind of like your, your Kyle Kuzma. He could be a star sometimes, but then he's kind of just more comfortable playing the back behind AD and LeBron. And, then, you know, I mean, everybody knows, like, Jerry Trainer, you know, Spencer is... He's round out the bench, so to speak. Um, real Dwight Howard type. So, so that's kind of how I look at things. I guess pros is pretty much all I was talking about to this point. I, I, think, I think it's a strong episode. Like, I think as far as what you would check off for episode... They introduce some new tensions. They age the characters well enough. I mean, within reason of still making them seem like who they were, the people that we loved. Um, they bring back the center, the central focus of the original series. You know, the, the live format. They do that. They don't spend too much time making it like bigger than the characters, but they bring it back, which is important. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, it just seems like at that moment, you know, it seems like, it seems like it builds off of nostalgia very heavy in that season, not that season, but the episode, I would imagine that you have to do that to kind of really tie things in together in a good episode, so I'm giving them pause, giving them space to do that, and we'll see how it goes from there with season, or episode two, uh, they, they dropped two and three, which makes me think that like the thematic between one, two, and three would kind of be the same. They just kind of couldn't like bloat up the intro episode. So I just wanted to kind of make these all connected. That's how I perceive things. We'll see. I don't plan on like doing those on here unless I guess it's just a review, a good review. And I would, you know, like ideally to actually get the back half of episode two recorded on, on chat. Matter of fact, I'm probably just gonna like watch two and three myself. And then I'll just get some tips if you guys want me to like give some not tips but feedback on it. But I thought one was fine. I mean I I, I think it it doesn't like try to beat you over the head this is now an adult show. It does it tastefully. It's only about I think if you count damn as being an action word of adulthood, 
there's an episode of uh, Real Melancholy, not an episode, a moment of Real Melancholy that's kind of just a, a cynical, like, dark humor joke where Carly talks about the uh, inevitability of death. So if you count the dams, I believe it was three dams. Uh, there's a couple of jokes about, like, getting, like, comfortable and kind of shacking up, but in an like, innuendo format. Which I wouldn't really count those, but if you wanted to, I think it's probably about, like seven moments at most of like quote unquote adult material, which is not a lot for whatsoever, especially for a show that's on a network that isn't beholden to like childy kitty restrictions. I know it's in a it's under the nickname, so it kind of can't just be like wildly brazy, but they don't have to like only get off, get off three curse words. They could they could say fuck. I mean they probably can't really say fuck with the nick logo at the end of the series but they can say shit they say bitch not in this episode i mean they have the they have the they have the damn green bean they have they're the jordan clarkson out here they can do whatever they want basically but they do it tastefully so i'm gonna go on two i'm gonna go on three so that goes if i had to say a con i would just say that i, I don't think there's enough nostalgia here for them to work off of just because i don't think that I really don't think that iCarly original had enough like role players in the wings that you could just draw from and say, hey, we're going to just beat you over the head with nostalgia every episode. I think that Girl Meets World should I do that from a good moment. But I just just like, hey, here's Feeny or here's um, uh, fuck, old dude's like best friend, uh, pretty much brother from Boy Meets World. I forgot about this shit, but like they can't just they can't just do that. Like, there's not any. Like, they mentioned uh, uh, Nora Dershowitz. She, I think she's featured in one of these episodes. They mentioned. I, well, I don't want to spoil that in case you, in case you haven't got that. The mom's a part of this episode. Uh, I believe she's gonna be a recurring character as she kind of was before. That's fine. That's within the realm of reason. But like, they can't just do that every episode. Like, it's just not. I don't think it would be valuable i don't think it would, like it wouldn't lend to another long tenured series if all he did was give nostalgia because i don't think that personally i don't think that the character of carly is interesting enough to just handle all the nostalgia without sam like sam's always the more interesting character to me and then the kind of the more mundane and and grounded nature of Carly made for that to be a very interesting pairing. You have like this moral neutral of Freddy and all the wacky shit they did kind of it's good to see those feedbacks. But Freddy is now like kind of still Freddy, but Carly has to kind of handle some of the mantle of being more open and, and looser. And it's possible. I mean it's and then she has some very wacky situations that she normally probably wouldn't have had solo in, in previous series. So maybe I can progress her, her character enough to like make her strong solo. I don't I don't know. I really don't. But we'll see. That's it for me. Hope you'll enjoy. Peace.